Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast. It's your favorite host of the most. I'm the Bomb. It is June 18th. Can't believe it. I feel like... (laughs) Does anybody else feel weird that it's already June? That's already summer. Like summer season is going to start in like a couple weeks. And it's just like... I don't even know. I'm trying to remember what I did this time last year. I think just podcasting. Because we were all still kind of staying home, I think. I think I started going back to the office around this time at my job. I think. Kind of off and on. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird, man. I feel weird. Maybe that's just what it's like when you get older. It's time just goes. It just fucking goes. Don't get old, people. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm telling you right now. Don't get old. Let's get into it, shall we? I have a lot of video game news. We're probably going to skip like the other nerdy news like movies and stuff. Um, I have some mostly just video game news because of E3 and Nintendo Direct and all that stuff. I'm probably not going to catch everything. So, like, I'm definitely going to miss some things. Um, and if that's the case, you know, always feel free to tell me if I missed anything and you want to hear my thought on it or you hear me report on something. Um, obviously, I'm not going to go through all of E3 because, you know, so many of you probably already watched it. Um, but I do want to highlight the things that I saw that a lot of people were excited about in our Discord and, you know, just other places. So, very excited for that. So, let's go ahead and jump into it. We'll take a small break in the middle. Uh, let's see. Well, we're going to not... I read that last week, so I don't know why that's... Uh, okay, here we go. Hack and, hack and shoot em up rec- recompile gets august launch window this game looks super sweet it's a metroidvania kind of game and it's coming to pc this august um 3d platforming third person shooting physics hacking you know non-linear kind of metroidvania it looks super cool i like the design of it a lot so that looks like a sweet game pokemon unite launching on the switch this year and this is the we talked about this i don't know probably like maybe like I don't know, end of 2020 or beginning of this year, they had announced or teased something about there being a Pokemon MOBA game, and this is what it is. The multiplayer online battle arena, um, Pokemon Unite. It looks super cool. It kind of looks like um, the way it... the And we all we got was a cinematic trailer. It wasn't like a... There wasn't any gameplay in it. But it kind of seemed like... The way it was, the way it's set up is just based on the cinematic trailer alone. Is um, you're on this this island uh, that is like a big. It's just, it's like a little city, and the stadium is like a part of it. And uh, there's it's a five v five, and like. It's 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 like one trainer with these five Pokemon. I think it's kind of how it is. And you accrue points by catching little Pokemon, level one Pokemons, um, throughout the island. Kind of like, you know, when you grind in, in like, you know, 
uh, Dota or League of Legends, you know, or Smites, you go around hitting the little enemies and you get ups and shit. <clears throat> and then you got to gain points by, like, I think one of the ways to gain points is you throw, like, this ball or kick this power ball through a hoop at the other side of the the island or something. It looks really cool. So, I mean, I'm excited to see that. I don't know if I want to get it for the Switch or what. We'll see how fun it is. I, I'm always the kind of, like, wait-and-see kind of person, and maybe that's a, another reason why I'm also so late on buying everything, like the latest console stuff. Um, it's very rare that I buy games day one. I think the last time I did was, like, Streets of Rage 4, probably. Um, but, yeah, very excited for that. Uh, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. It's literally a Final Fantasy Isekai game. Like, um, it looks really cool. Apparently, Final Fantasy Origin is this new set of series that they're trying to do. Maybe. I don't know. But, um, it's, it's in partner, the partner dubbed with Team Ninja. And it is like this action RPG, um, where you play a guy, I forget his name already. Um, oh, Jack. His name is Jack. And he basically gets, like, isekai'd into a Final Fantasy world from the real world. And you fight you fight people. And I guess, like, one of the main things is uh, you're fighting Garland. Uh, or, and you're trying to fight Chaos. So I think it's kind of like... You get isekai into the first Final Fantasy game, which would make sense because the, the main bad guy in there is Garland and Chaos or whatever and whatever. Um, but, like, if you've ever played Final Fantasy 1, it's a great game. But this looks really fun. I mean, I kind of... I'm going to tell you something, and this might be actually not unpopular at all. It's probably a popular opinion. I kind of wish they did the Final Fantasy 7 remake left the battle system as it was and or updated it maybe even just a little bit but left it mostly how it was and then just did this with its action battle system you know i don't know maybe i'm a yutz or something i just am a fan of old school stuff and retro stuff i'm starting to feel like i'm becoming one of those like um old people who's like back in my day we had to to go to work we had to walk uphill both ways or some BS, and I don't, I'm not trying to be that, I swear, <laughs> but, like, uh, this looks sweet, like, you know, this deserves a new battle system, you know, it's, it's a new kind of take, um, uh, on Final Fantasy, and I don't know, we'll see. Uh, Metroid Dread, oh boy, Nintendo E3 Direct killed it, in my opinion, and they're starting to stick with what they do best, and that's their own stuff, in my opinion. And this had some, this trailer had some gameplay stuff and some cinematic stuff. And it's kind of like a 2D, 3D. So, like, it's 3D, but it's like in 2D. I don't know if they're, I don't know how, if they're going to do, because there were some, like, scenes where it was, like, first person, like, it looked like a, where it looked like Metroid Prime, but I don't know if that means, like, I think that was just part of the cinema part. I don't think that was part of the gameplay. But it's supposed to take place after Fusion, from what I hear. Um, I I don't know, man. I'm excited. I hope that it does really well. I hope the story is done really well. A lot of people hated Other M. I loved it. I loved Other M. 
Um, a lot of the titles on the DS were kind of just like, you know, nobody really cared about them that much. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited for that. I, I love Metroid. I'm a big Metroid fan. So uh, Mortal Kombat Legends sequel drops this summer. Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge came out last April and chronicles the journeys of its own titular protagonist. Um, a sequel called Battle of Realms is set to drop this summer. Um, that's pretty cool. I'm excited. I still haven't seen Scorpion's Revenge, to be honest, but I heard it was badass. So DC animated movies are always always pretty badass. Um, but yeah, what else do we got? More Nintendo. Uh, Breath of the Wild 2, we got more gameplay footage of breath of the wild 2 so get hype uh advanced wars 1 and 2 remaster uh coming for the switch it's called advanced wars 1 and 2 reboot camp and basically it's just a 3d kind of animated remake of advanced wars so no pixel graphics uh updated art you know 3d little 3d guys it looks really cute honestly and i mean there was something charming about that little the little pixel guys and the little battles that happened, you know, Famicom War style, whatever. But you know what? This looks cool, too, and this is a cool way for people to get into Advance Wars, and maybe, hopefully, they bring back this series, um, you know, for updated, uh, future updated sequels and such. Um, the last one I played was Days of Ruin um, that my brother got for me for my DS, that was a fantastic game because it kind of like uh, was more gritty and dark and more serious. It wasn't so colorful and uh, uh, you know bright with its animation and design and stuff. And it was really cool. It was really sweet. So if you've ever played an Advance Wars game, they're they're great. Uh, Wario, get it together. WarioWare, get it together. I'm excited for this mainly because. WarioWare is some of the best times I've ever had with Trisha on the Wii. And the characters are amazing. The character design in WarioWare games are so amazing. Like, Cat and Anna and, um... What's the fucking robot's name? The fucking... There's, uh... The Battery Kid. The Afro, there's an Afro dude. I literally forgot everyone's names, just so you know. But, like, it's... It's a great game. WarioWare games are great. They're my some of my favorite things. And I'm glad that we're finally getting um, one for the Switch. And I assume that it's probably best that you play it with an OG Switch. Because, you know, I have no idea if it playing it on the light would probably not be as cool. I think. But, um... Do they, uh... Did they say anything about a Switch Pro? Did they say anything about the Switch Pro yet? Hold on. I'm looking it up right now. Uh, oh, yeah. It was missing from E3, so nobody talked about it at E3. Hmm. Definitely want to hear more about that. Hopefully we hear more about that. But, yeah, I do have an OG Switch now, too, so me and Trisha will probably just play it on that. Um. So th- there's... Do you guys remember that that Super Mario Game & Watch console? So it was like a Game & Watch console and all that had on it was the original Super Mario Brothers on it. And it was really cool. And so now they are doing that with Zelda in a new one. 
and it has the first two Zelda games and the original green toned version of Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening on it. So three games on it. Um, the last one that's coming out November 12th and it's MSRPing for the same as the Mario one, which is 50 bucks. So 50 bucks for a very cool, like collectible kind of console with three classic Zelda games on it. I mean, I know you could probably play those anywhere now. Like you can play them on your Nintendo switch online thing. Um, you can play it on your Wii, your DS, your 3DS with the downloadable WiiWare stuff or whatever. But, I mean, this is just a cool fucking thing. You know, if you love those games, you can just take this with you anywhere, kind of. And, I mean, I like that. I think it's pretty cool. Especially with me, with my portable collection shit. Uh, Doom Eternal The Ancient Gods Part 1 arrives on Nintendo Switch today. Well, that was a couple days ago. So, Part 1 DLC, you can now take this adventure on the go with the Nintendo Switch. So, boom. I haven't played Doom Eternal yet, but I heard it's hot. Uh, Danganronpa Decadence, a collection that finally brings the Twisted series to the Switch. Um, it bundles four games in one neat package to celebrate the franchise's 10th anniversary. Um, I think it's just the first uh, three games. So there's... Oh, yeah, so it's Danganronpa, Trigger Happy Havoc, Anniversary Edition... Danganronpa 2, Goodbye Despair, and V3, Killing Harmony. All the anniversary editions. And then there's Danganronpa Ultimate Summer Camp. I don't know what that is. Oh, board game style adventure, so like Mario Party. But that's pretty sweet. That is pretty cool. Um, I think the weird there's a weird thing about Danganronpa 3, though, where, where there was like two different versions of it. So I don't know. Um, Mario Party Superstars announced arrives this October. Uh, the upcoming Mario Party title will include over 100 mini games, the entire catalog from the entire catalog uh, and that comes out in October. That's pretty sweet. You can watch clips of it uh, on YouTube. Um, five boards from the Nintendo 64 era and online play with friends. I mean that's pretty sweet. so there's old maps from the 64 games coming which I think the 64 games went up to like, Five? Six? Because then there was like... Or no. Cause no, because maybe it was five. Because then there was like six and seven on the GameCube. Or maybe it was just seven. I don't know. But then Mario Party 8 is on the Wii. So. And then there was Super Mario Party. Right? Man, I'm, I'm so behind on Mario Party. But uh, I was... We were going to get the new one. But now I'm just kind of like wondering... I think it was called Super Mario Party. Now I wonder if we should just wait to get this one. You know what? The other one, the previous one, Super Mario Party, is probably going to go down in price now. So might have to cop. Uh, speaking of Switch stuff, Tekken's Kazuya Mishima is coming to uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate. And his trailer was basically just him dumping a bunch of, uh, of the other Smash characters off a cliff. It was pretty funny. Pretty cool. I'm excited for that. Which makes a lot of sense because Heiachi is in... Uh, in there as a trophy. Uh, Netflix's Assassin's Creed TV series lands with writer from the Die Hard series. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really care about Assassin's Creed. But if it, they do it any any way like they did The Witcher, I'm sure it's going to be really good. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. 
Cyberpunk 2077 returns to PlayStation Store after being pulled last year. Um, the reason for the pull was that the quality of the open-world RPG was incredibly low compared to the PC version of the game. Um, yeah, I mean, that was we all know that the launch was pretty wild, and it was uh, kind of bad. <laughs> so, But it's back on there now, so there you go. If you guys have a PS4, PS5, you want to play um, Capcom announces Resident Evil Village DLC. Um, deliver the news as of right now, aside from knowing it's being made, there's nothing about the DLC coming out. Uh, we don't know what it is. Maybe it's extra stories or whatever. I kind of really hate DLC news, but for anyone who really loved Resident Evil Village, you know, there you go. Uh, New Ace Attorney Chronicles trailer shows off new game features. This is the one we talked about a couple weeks ago where it takes place like way, way back in the day and you play a lawyer named um, uh, Ryonosuke Naruhodo, who is the ancestor of Phoenix Wright. So there you go. Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster. Dude, this is going to be sick. Okay, this is going to be dope. Square Enix at E3 revealed that um, <clears throat> they are putting, I don't know if this is, is this going to be on a Switch? What's this going to be on? It doesn't say. But basically, it's this. And all these, all, a bunch of versions of these games were on Steam and whatever, wherever you could get them in most places. You know, PlayStation Network and stuff. But it's called Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster, and it has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6 on it. So, I mean, it's it's basically the, the OG 6 on one uh, thing and I think I don't there's not much about it I think it's just in its original uh, it's in, in its original forms because um, I'm reading here it's talking about they've been unavailable on Steam and mobile platforms for ages many players disliked the new graphic styles UI and interfaces of those versions compared to their classic pixel looks including me in fact, that's like the person writing it. In fact, this announcement may be one of the coolest things to come out in E3 in a subtle fashion. Um, I wonder... Mm, I wonder if they're going to be updated in any way. Because like, if you've ever played Final Fantasy V before, it's extremely hard if you don't have X-Hit or Cross-Hit, um, which I think it... They changed the when they came out with the the Steam versions and the iPad versions, iOS versions and stuff. They changed the names to like their original names or newer names um, t- to make more sense. Um, but the version I so I played the I played a patched uh, Super Nintendo version, but in, and on there it was called X Hit, but it basically was like. Um, so if you dual wield, you hit twice, and then you give, you make that person level up the job classes that have dual wield, double hit, and X hit. So in that way, they're hitting four times with each hand. So it's like they're hitting eight times. They're literally, unless I had fucking grinded way past the recommended average level. Um, for the final boss, there's no way to do that final boss without having exit. So basically what I'm saying is I wonder if they're going to leave the, the graphics as it is and just kind of, you know, remaster them a little bit. So they're a little more crispier and cleaner, 
but also update like the names of the moves and those that part of the gameplay and other things like that. I'm just kind of curious, or if they're just going to literally just port it as is and then just make it crispier. I don't know. I'm curious about that, but we'll see. Uh, in Chronicle 100 Heroes. We talked about this uh, a couple months ago. Um, our first look at 100 Heroes revealed similar style to Square Enix's recent 2D HD games like Octopath Traveler and the upcoming remake of Dragon Quest III. Um, 3D scenery while t- with 2D sprites. This is supposed to be like um, Suikoden and uh, there's a successor to Suikoden and it looks super sweet. It's coming to and I guess they're having a companion game come out in 2022 since 100 Heroes is delayed till 2023 now. Um, but yeah, that's pretty sweet. I don't know what that companion game is going to be, but uh, we'll see. Oh, Ayudin Chronicle Rising, which is announced to be coming in 2022. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy by Square Enix, the same team that brought you... Um, Marvel's Avengers, now they're doing a Guardians of the Galaxy game. And I don't know, who knows, maybe it'll be some shit like if you have both games, you can do some shit. I don't know, but it looks really cool. And, uh, you know, the character designs are very similar to to uh, their MCU counterparts, obviously. Because that's what works, I guess. But it, uh, yeah, it looks fun. Uh, if you've played any of those, the, if you've played the Marvel Avengers one... The Square Enix one. Let me know. Let me let me know if you liked it. Uh, Slime Rancher Two announced for twenty twenty two. The follow up to its twenty seventeen hit, coming to Xbox and PC in twenty twenty two. Players once again assume the role of Beatrix LeBeau, in order to catch slimes on the far far range. Yeah, Slime Rancher. I, I heard that game was pretty good. Uh, Ubisoft brings back Rocksmith as a subscription service. Uh, closed beta signs, closed beta sign up start today. So let me just say this about rhythm games. Okay. I love rhythm games. I loved them when they were, I've, I've loved, I've, I mean, I used to be really good at DDR. Now, if you make me try and play it, I'll probably get out of breath after one song and probably hurt my feet. Um, but I used to play that shit so much. Like going to the arcade and putting your little quarter up on the screen on the on the monitor or whatever. Um, I loved Guitar Hero. I remember I, my mom. Just like quick mom, some some mom, some mom notes. I remember when we went to Best Buy, and I'm trying to remember why my mom needed to go to Best Buy for for that day for some reason. We had been running errands all day, and then I think we like had we we went out to eat for like dinner or lunch or something. And then we had just been running in and out of stores. I think she had to return a bunch of stuff. She wanted to get some things. I think we ended up going to like just a bunch of places and we had to go to, she wanted to go to Best Buy. I'm trying to remember why now probably. I think, I think she wanted to get a new washer and dryer or something. I don't remember, but I think she wanted to go just to look and new fridge, maybe a new fridge. Cause I think we were remodeling our kitchen at that time. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I remember they had, they had the Guitar Hero up on the in the game section. They had it up for people to play. And there was nobody there. And me and my brother were just like, we just went and played. And somehow me and my brother got like really good at it, just playing right there. And a bunch of people were watching, and they're like, this is amazing. Like, this game is so cool. What is this? And 
whatever and we we were we were rotating between like five of us there there was just me my brother it was like another kid and his dad and some other some other person and the, we were just rotating between the five of us playing and my mom was like what is this i'm like dude i don't know it's fucking cool though <laughs> like and my mom bought it for us you know like she bought it for she bought it for us right there she bought the guitar that came with the game and then an extra guitar so me and Sudi could play together and we've played i played those rhythm games all the way up until like probably like rock band 2 or guitar hero world tour which was like guitar heroes answer to rock band and i think even later after me and trisha moved into this house like we got guitar hero warriors of rock which is the last straight up guitar hero game that was like an actual guitar hero game because the one after that was weird um then rocksmith came out and it was like supposed to teach you guitar at the same time or some bs and now you're telling me that there's a new Rocksmith coming out, but it's a subscription service? I will tell you this right now. If that's the way you learn, that's totally fine. But I, I'll tell you what right now, as as probably other musicians might tell you, the best way to learn is have someone teach you, whether it's virtually on YouTube or right in front of you. Get a real guitar. Okay, not that these guitars aren't real guitars because they are. But, like, they only come in a few styles, number one, okay? Number two, go to the music store, look at all the guitars, get the one that speaks to you the most, get a pick, get familiar with your guitar, how it feels, how long the neck is, how short the neck is, how the body feels against your body when it's strapped on you. Play around, fiddle around, and get a guitar teacher. Or or learn it on your own, because this Rocksmith shit is just, like... It's for in my opinion, it's too concise. It's too like with all the colors, like oh, put your first finger here, your orange, your put the orange finger here, your middle finger in the orange, whatever. That is just that to me is just like garbage. Okay, you are gonna play how you are gonna play. Okay, I'll tell you right now that the screenshot I'm looking at, I don't even know what fucking chord that is. Okay, but I can tell you right now that I probably would not put my fingers the way it's telling me to put it on there. Because I just didn't learn like that. I, You know what I mean? So, like, I don't know. I'm telling you right now, though, if, if Rocksmith works for you, it works for you. Not hating, but I'm hating, okay? Um, Mario and Rabbids Spark of Hope is Ubisoft and Nintendo's newest strategy team up. Uh, a lot of people like the, the Mario and Rabbids game, which is super weird. <laughs> I, I I can see why, to be honest with you. I think they're they're pretty interesting games. I just wish that they would make games with this this strategy RPG style with just like Mario shit. Okay, these rabbit things are weird. You know, it's especially weird to me because I'm pretty sure Rabbit started out as a Rayman thing. Didn't it come from Rayman Raving Rabbids? I'm pretty sure that's where it came from. And then all of a sudden it gets a crossover with Mario. And Rayman was a Ubisoft video game character. He is like this walking dude with like just hands and feet and a head. And they all, they're not connected with limbs. And then it, it somehow has become a Mario thing, a crossover Mario thing only. And Rayman's just not even a part of it anymore. I don't know. It's just really weird. But like, I don't know. It looks interesting. I just kind of wish that we would get like another Mario RPG game that was like, uh, you know, Paper Mario 
or Mario Super Mario RPG. You know, I, I would love that. I would fucking love that. You know, the partnership is already slightly there. Okay, you got fucking Cloud and Sephiroth in Smash Brothers. Okay, Square, come on, bitch. Anyway, uh, dude, let me see this. Hold on, let me move. Let me move some things around. Hold on a second. Sega releases HD remaster of the first three Super Monkey Ball games. If you've never played Super Monkey Ball, you need to get a hobby. What, do you live under a rock or something? Get out of here. Uh, dude, this is what's even cooler. Super Robot Wars 30 announced for PS4, Switch, and PC. Um, Bandai Namco revealed that Super Robot Wars 30, the newest game in the long-running Super Robot Wars crossover strategy game series on Tuesday, the game will ship for PS4, Switch, and PC via Steam. This year in both Japan and Southeast Asia in English. Um, I don't know when. It doesn't say anything about coming to North America. But I think the last Super Robot Wars came out for North America, didn't it? Came out on PS4 and, uh, and, and uh, Switch. Didn't it come out for America? Or am I tripping? I might be I might be tripping. Wasn't there wasn't there a Super Robot Wars game that came out in um in America on the Switch? Please tell me I'm tripping or I'm not tripping. And if there is, where is it so I can play it? Um hold on, I'm looking I'm looking it up right now. Oh, that's OG Saga. No, that's not it. I don't like OG Saga. I never liked OG Saga, just so you guys know. I know people have asked me about that before. OG Saga's not... No. It's all about the crossover. Yeah, okay. I, I guess I was tripping. Well, damn. We like the game too, man. You know? Shit. Okay, anyway. Limited Run Games announces physical releases of 27 games. 29 games. Okay, here. I'm going to read them all to you right now. Ready for this? Here we go. Uh, Axiom Verge... Oh, just so you guys know, they do this upon, like, release. So it's not like... I mean, sometimes they'll take old games and do it, but they do this for games that are, like, being released or whatever. Axiom Verge 2, Blood Rain Betrayal Fresh Bites, which is, like, it's like a side-scroll Blood Rain game. Castlevania Requiem, which is... It's got Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood um, in it. Oh, by the way, the Axiom Verge 2 is Switch, PS4, and PS5. Blood Rain was Switch and PS4. Castlevania Requiem was PS4. Uh, Castlevania Rondo of Blood for Turbo Duo. Um, Contra Anniversary Collection for Switch and PS4. Double Dragon and Kunio Kun Retro Brawler Bundle for Switch. Dusk for Switch and PS4. Ghoul Patrol for Switch, PS4, and Super Nintendo. That's right. Limited Run Games makes... Classic cartridges, just so you guys know. Uh, and it's not often they do it, so those are pretty sweet if you can get one of those. And they actually work. Like, you actually plug them in and they work. Um, going Under for Switch and PS4. Haven for Switch, PS4 and PS5. Hunt Down Collector's Edition for Switch and PS4. One Step from Eden, Switch and PS4. Plumbers Don't Wear Ties for Switch, PS4, PS5, and PC. If you've ever never heard of that, it's it's kind of like a... It's kind of like a video interactive game. It's pretty stupid, uh, but it's, it's hilarious, and that's why it's a meme, and that's why they're making it. Uh, Republic Anniversary Edition for 
Switch, PS4, and PlayStation VR. Retromania Wrestling for Switch and PS4. River City Girls for PS5. River City Girls Zero for Switch. I don't even know what that is. Is that different from regular River City Girls? River City Girls returns with two new games. Hold on a second. I know they announced number two, and that's the next one I was going to say. Oh, River City Girls Zero. It looks like a fucking pixel game. That's really cool. Let's see. Hold on. Much more manageable name. River City Girls Zero. Uh, it marks the first time Misako and Kyoko were playable characters in the game. Teaming up with Kunio and Rick. Oh, it's like a... Okay. Yeah, this is actually in Japan. And it's like a, a port of that game. Okay, got it. Support of the original one where you could see, play Misako and Kyoko for the first time. River City Girls 2 for the Switch, which I'm excited about, by the way, because I'm pretty sure uh, Pruvi is in it from River City Underground. Uh, RWBY Grim Eclipse for the Switch. Shantae for PS4 and PS5. Shantae Risky Revenge Director's Cut for PS5. Shantae and the Pirate's Curse for PS5. Shantae Half Genie Hero Ultimate Edition for PS5. Shantae and the Seven Sirens for PS5. Skatebird for Switch and PS4. Strive for Switch. Super Hot for Switch and PS4. That's a sweet game. The Takeover for Switch and PS4. Zombies Ate My Neighbors for Switch, PS4, SNES, and Genesis. Yes. Limited Run Games is really cool. If you've never heard of Limited Run Games or what they do, look it up. Look up their shit. There's not even half the shit they do. They do vinyl shit as well. Like, it's really sweet. So... Um, I've, I've never gotten one before until recently and I, I did it in, in January, but I got the Scott Pilgrim, uh, remaster and that, um, I got the physical switch edition, um, along with the vinyl record of the game's soundtrack by Anna Monaguchi. So, um, so for like example, for Zombies Ain't My Neighbors, how it was coming out for Switch, PS4, and Super Nintendo, and whatever, it comes like in an original in an original shaped box and everything. Sometimes they make different color cartridges, so they make like a regular gray one, and they'll make a different colored one instead of the Super Nintendo like logo on it. It'll have like the limited run logo on it. Um, but sometimes the way they do it is they will um they'll they'll do them individually so if like if you just want it for the switch you can just get that if you just want it for the PS4 you can just get get that if you want the Sega cartridge you can just get that but they have bundles so you can do like all of them if you want so and it's like at a discounted price obviously like you know whatever but if you go on there right now and you can see what's sold out and what's not, um, there is a Can Castlevania Anniversary collection that I really want. There's also Blaster Master Zero uh, Three for the Switch. Um, yeah, dude, Double Dragon Four vinyl soundtrack, very cool. Among Us Collector's PC Edition. They do like Collector's Edition of newer games too. It's super dope. Like, I, I really think Limited Run, these guys had such a great idea, and it's it's awesome. So, like, games that you would normally never see um, 
you know, in uh, like their indie games, right? You probably never see them in uh, on a physical form. This is like a way it'll do it. So, uh, yeah. So, limited run. Check that out. Uh, so I have a couple articles here that says like that talks about like how E3 was really shitty and no one really cared about it. <laughs> I mean, kind of, I'm going to be honest with you. All I really cared about was the Nintendo stuff and I'm still a Nintendo fangirl, and that's just how it is. I guess there was other stuff I wanted to talk about on the newscast today. Like, I mean, there was the thing about the five nights at Freddy's guy, but it's like, do I really want to talk about him? We all know he's a dickhead and whatever, okay? Like, like why do I care about that? You know, I I don't know. It, it just is like, I think I have, I think what I need to do, and let me know if all y'all who are listening right now, let me know if y'all feel, this, feel the same way or agree with me. I think I need to have more guests on the newscast who have more, more idea on some of this stuff like who have more opinions that are credible on this kind of stuff you know because i the i'm always afraid that i'm end up just gonna that's why at the end of every newscast i'm always like hey if you guys want to hear something let me know because i might have missed it or whatever i might have overlooked it because i didn't care enough you know what i mean so i don't know i think i just need to have more guests on the newscast i'll tell you that right now i let me know if you agree and there was there was other stuff I could have talked about that I wanted to talk about, but then I was just kind of like, eh, I don't know if people are going to really care about this, but somebody might, right? I don't know. You let me know. You be the judge. I do this for you guys. So that being said, we're going to take a small break right here, and then we'll get into the anime news. Boom. Check that out for me. Okay. Always links on animesummit.net. You can find all the goody-goodies right there. Thank you so much. Um, Patreon.com slash Anime Summit. We are currently discussing, for real this time, okay, discussing things for higher tiers. And I just want to, I know, I, I know a lot, I talk to the patrons on Discord, and I know a lot of them always say, Sam, we do this because we want you to continue doing it and feel like it's paying off for you because we just love what you do, you know? And you give us enough extra content in the forms of solo casts and this and whatever. I've even had some people say that they don't even care about the extra stuff. They just do it because they do it. And that means a lot to me. Uh, Don't get me wrong. But, like, we're trying to think of higher tiers for real this time. And things that you guys can get for doing higher tiers. And, uh, you know, I didn't think we'd, as a podcast, make it to where we are right now. I'm going to be honest with you. It's pretty crazy. And I really appreciate all your guys' love. So, you know what? I will tell you this, though. Like, when you patron, you are, you're, you're buying me things to do things that I can like I can build a new computer I I can update my computer I bought a new monitor yesterday um 
you know, like you, you're you're making it so I can do more stuff, and if I can do that more stuff for you, then I want to. So, um, I really appreciate that. So consider becoming a patron. If you become one, Smokey will get some wings and he'll fly to your house, and he'll watch movies with you. Just no comedies because he doesn't like anything funny. I don't know why. That being said, thank you very much for the current patrons. Uh, love you guys. So let's get into it. I got a lot of stuff here, so let's uh, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it right now. Funimation to stream the case study of Vanitas and Morse anime for summer 2021. Um, the case study of Vanitas, Sunny Boy, uh, Scarlet Nexus, Remain, How a Realist Hero Rebuilt the Kingdom, and Robotech. Um, the following movies, they'll be doing Stranger by the Shore, Demon Slayer the Movie. Um, Demon Slayer the Movie, by the way, is coming out like in like next week. So like this is some of the stuff is like next week it's happening. Um, I think I have the art the other article up for it, so I can I can remind you guys. Um, Natsume Eugene Cho and Funimation will continue to stream the following. That time I got reincarnated as a slime. Natsume's Book of Friends, One Piece, My Hero Season 5, and Muchiko Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation. So yeah, there you go. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Funimation is also going to stream The Stranger by the Shore anime film on July 9th. I'm really excited for this one. This one's like a romance. It's supposed to be really cute. I really love the art style and animation to this one. So we'll see. Hopefully that's really good. Uh, G-Kids licenses production IG's The Deer King anime film. Um, we talked about this one before. Um, the novel centers on Van, the head of a group of soldiers who is expected to die fighting for their lands against a large empire, looking to incorporate their home into its kingdom. Instead of dying, however, Van is taken as a slave and thrown into a salt mine, and a pack of strange dogs attacks the salt mine, and a mysterious illness breaks out. Van takes the opportunity to escape, and he meets a young girl elsewhere, rumors spreading that only immigrants are coming down with this mysterious illness. Um, the medical scientist Hossel risks his life to search for a cure. Doctors also study a father and child who seem to have survived the illness. Um, yeah, it's supposed to be like a survival kind of movie. It's supposed to be wild. Uh, D-Side Trauma Ray reveals more cast for summer debut. This looks pretty cool. This looks like, okay, like... You know, I always judge... I judge animes really quick on how they look. But you know I'm going to watch them. Obviously, I'm going to watch them. But, like... I think this is based on a video game or something. But this is another one of those... Cool-looking anime characters with big weapons. Different colored hair. People. The movie. The game. TV. Movie. Big guns. Shoot them. Big sword in the face. How is that skinny, scrawny, handsome guy carrying up that huge sword? I don't know, but it's cool kind of anime um the anime story is set in shibuya and centers on ryuhei as a child he looked up to his older brother but watched him perish perish in a mysterious incident right before his eyes now a high schooler of course he's in high school ryuhei shows no outward signs of the trauma of that nightmarish incident and spends most of his leisure time kickboxing one day while kickboxing he encounters a creature that calls itself tris and is bitten by it resulting in him having a strange dream and that's all it says. That's that's what that's the that's the that's the summary. But like, you're probably you're probably hollering at me saying, "Yeah, but Sam, you like a salt lily bouquet, you whore." 
and I did. Salt Lily Bouquet is cool. I really liked. I and I'm a sucker for these shows, is what I'm saying. At the same time, there's so many of them that it's just kind of like, okay, well, like you know, get a fucking hobby, you know. But this one actually looks cool, and there's like an anthropomorphic cat face Johnson character, so that's really important. That's makes it ten out of ten. Uh, Build Divide card game this is the card game anime we talked about. Um, they revealed the main cast and their voice actors. Um, the first cores of the anime will premiere this October. Second cores in April of next year. One Piece teams up with Los Angeles Shooter brand The Hundreds. Uh, the Hundreds is really cool. They've done a lot of collabs before. It doesn't surprise me that they would do a One Piece collab. But some of these t-shirt designs are pretty sweet. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, check that out if you like if you like uh, One Piece or The Hundreds clothing. Gundam's Yoshikazu Yasuhiko working on unannounced anime film. Manga creator and animator Yoshikazu Yasuhiko revealed in an interview in an interview with Sunrise World published on Tuesday that he is currently working on an anime film that has not yet been announced. The film is prog- progressing steadily toward completion. Um, he doesn't say what it is. I don't know if it's another Gundam thing or not, but we will see. Um, but he's done stuff on... He's worked with people for Space Battleship Yamato, Brave Riding, Mobile Suit Gundam F91, Zeta Gundam, all kinds of stuff. Uh, speaking of which... <laughs> <laughs> I saw this article and I had to, I had to click it because I had to tell you guys this. So for okay, so first of all, I forgot to say this in the non-anime news. Not that nobody doesn't know that it's happening right now, but so there's this thing going around talking about how Batman doesn't want to or doesn't go down on Catwoman or something because there was like this animated movie where like he was supposed to or something and then in the movie they decided not to i don't remember the exact details but ever since then it's become a meme almost in the same way as like you know ben shapiro's wife is not satisfied kind of like in a way you know that's really funny uh it's especially funny because ben shapiro's a piece of shit and he sucks ass but like uh it <laughs> Uh, like, there's, it just, it just, like, people ran with it, and they were like, oh, Batman's fucking all of a sudden DJ Khaled, he doesn't want to go down on Catwoman, or whatever, right? And it's just hilarious. So I found this article while looking for news today, and it's Gundam's Yoshiyuki Tomino reminds us all that Char definitely has sex. (laughs) Um, I'll read the, here, I'll read the article to you. Batman made headlines on Monday when Harley Quinn showrunner, oh, it was on the Harley Quinn show, that's right, okay. When Harley Quinn showrunner Justin Halpern revealed that in in the adult animated comedy show's third season, a reference to Batman performing Cunnilingus on Catwoman was vetoed by DC Comics. Uh, Cunnilingus is a fancy word for, uh, you know, oral on a on a on a vag, oral on a vag, v- vaginal oral. We'll just say, as Halpern explained. We had a moment where Batman was going down on Catwoman, and DC was like, you can't do that. You absolutely cannot do that. They're like, heroes don't do that. So we said, are you saying heroes are just selfish lovers? They were like, no, it's that we sell consumer toys for heroes. It's hard to sell a Batman toy, sell a toy if Batman is also going down on someone. No, it's fucking not. Like, what do you think? <laughs> like, there are numerous 
first of all, there are numerous Spider-Man toys. Okay, I, I here's here, you want to know how I know? Because me and Trisha went to to uh, a st- store last week, and in the toy aisle, there's literally tons and tons of Spider-Man toys. You think him and Mary Jane just are roommates or something? No, they're fucking. Okay, they love each other romantically. They get married. They have your typical monogamous marriage, and they are boning. They are going to the bone zone. They are going to Hump City. They are doing the horizontal mambo. So, yes, comic heroes fuck, and there are toys of them. So it's like, I don't know, DC is just fucking stupid for that, in my opinion. The news, I'll continue reading the article. The news has rippled into the anime and manga world, inspiring questions about which anime characters would absolutely go down on someone. (laughs) One particular suggestion that came up on social media was Gundam's Shar Aznable. I mean, his name is his name is literally Shar the Red Comet Aznable. Okay, first of all, the source for this claim, an interview with Yoshiyuki Tomino from Mobile Suit Gundam Shar's Counterattack fan book. First published in December 1993, in the interview, Tomina is very frank about discussing the sex lives of his characters, saying that it is an important part of conceiving a fleshed-out world and character relationships. Thank you! Regarding the character of Shar's love interest, Nanai, Tomino said, To a certain degree, as you get older, you can really understand a person through that part, sex. And at those times, you can't detach sex from your thinking. That's why I absolutely have to imagine what Nanai's vagina is like. <laughs> It's something I particularly think about during the script writing phase. Dude, also, when I'm writing my stories, I have to imagine vaginas as well. I totally get that. And penises. And buttholes. And boobs. Send Bob, please. Anyway, so I thought that was really hilarious, okay? Listen, it's the world, okay? People don't fuck. People fuck. People hold hands. People don't hold hands. It's literally that diverse, okay? Things happen. Batman is literally a fucking douchebag millionaire. You really think he's not out here going down on people, especially Catwoman, Selena fucking Kyle, who number one is hot as fuck. Number two is at his place literally ten times a fucking week, probably, in that cat suit. You know? How could you resist? The only the only reason you could resist that is if you were you know, asexual or whatever, which is totally fine. But we all know Batman's not, okay? He's been in movies, TV shows, and comics, kissing, romanticizing, doing all kinds of stuff, okay? Let's just call it what it is. He's a prude-ass bitch, and DC made him that way. And I'll forever tell DC to suck dick for that. Cause, oh, not that they would, because they don't go down. Because they need to sell toys. Anyway. Uh, Funimation streams Demon Slayer anime film on June 22nd. So yeah, literally like next week. Just a reminder. Because I came across that article just now. Rent-A-Girlfriend manga gets crossover smartphone game with other shonen magazine heroines. That's pretty cool. Fairy Tale. um, Seven Deadly Sins. Domestic Girlfriend, 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 Rent-A-Girlfriend, Fire Force, Boarding School Juliet, um, Magister Negima, Negimagi, 
um, yeah, dude, that might be interesting. Um, oops, hold on a second. Uh, Madhouse's Sunny Boy sci-fi anime posts new video and visual. Actually, as I'm recording this right now, they put the first episode up on Crunchyroll's YouTube channel, and they're only putting it there for like 24 hours. So I don't know if it's still there. By the time you guys listen to this, I don't know if it'll still be there because I don't know when they put it up. But, um, yeah, I'm really hyped for Sunny Boy. It looks really good. I'm excited for this totally. Like, it's just, it's going to be so good, I think. I hope. Um, uh, Edia announces crowdfunding for Valis games for Switch port. Yeah, if you've never heard of Valis, dude, really cute. I'm pretty sure the person who drew, um, not the science fiction novel, but I'm pretty sure the person who drew this also drew the uh, drew some of the art for um, Dirty Pair. I'm pretty sure. But anyway, the Phantasm Soldier is what it's called. Val's the Phantasm Soldier. Uh, DC Comics Superman gets gourmet manga in Kodansha's Evening Magazine. Pretty cute. Uh, the official website for Kodansha's Evening Magazine announced on Thursday that Satoshi Miyakawa, who did Spaceship Space Battleship Tiramisu and Kai Kitago will launch a new manga starring the DC Comics character Superman titled Superman vs. Meshi, Superman no Hitoru Meshi, Superman vs. Food, Superman Dining Alone. <laughs> In this year's 14th issue of Evening on June 22nd, um, the story will center around the daily pastime of the strongest man on Earth who can hear the growling of stomachs throughout Japan at lunchtime with his superhuman hearing. I guess, yeah, and he cooks food? I have no idea. Uh, Japan aims to lift COVID-19 state of emergency in all areas, except Okinawa. Um, it was supposed to be until June 20th, so like in a couple days, or tomorrow, literally. Um, some are are going to, even after lifting the state of emergency, though, they will still maintain... Uh, preventative measures until July 11th. So, like, masks and stuff and things like that. Limiting crowds, all that kind of stuff. Uh, G-Kids screens four Studio Ghibli films in October and December. Spirited Away in theaters October 3rd to the 4th and 6th. How's Moving Castle October 24th, 25th, and 28th. Castle in the Sky November 14th, 15th, and 18th. My Neighbor Totoro December 5th and 6th and 9th. And I will be sure to remind all of you guys when that gets closer. Because, honestly, like, going to the movie theater during the holidays is super fun. Like, I don't I mean, going to the movie theater anytime is super fun. But for some reason, out in, like, the fucking cold, Christmas is next week. You go to the movies with a group of friends or your loved ones, your family. It's really fun. I don't know. I don't know why. It's like there's something about it. Uh, Uzumaki Horror Anime Teaser reveals delay to October 2022. Due to Shimona virus, um, I mean, whatever, as long as people are safe, that's all I care about. I've been saying that for like the last fucking two years. As long as people are safe, I don't care when we get it. But it was really cool that they played a teaser for it. Looks really sweet. Um, I'll put that at the end because it's kind of weird. Funimation screens Josie and the Tiger and the Fish anime film in U.S., Canada on July 12th to 14th. And I will remind you as that gets closer as well, because it's about a month away. But yeah, I'm very excited for that film too. That looks really cool. Dude, Motonobu Hori, who did Carolyn Tuesday, Beck, 
Um, he is directing a Super Crooks anime for Netflix at Studio Bones. If you've never heard of Super Crooks, it is a comic in the Millarverse by Mark Millar, written by Mark Millar and drawn by Lionel Yu. Um, uh, it's one. It's like a heist kind of story, and it's all about like it's like some supervillain shit. It's really cool. Um, I there's like Johnny Bolt, The Heat, um. Fucking, it's sick, dude. I've, I've, I still haven't even finished reading it, but I'm probably going to get, like, the trade-back version of it. But if you've never read Super Crooks or any Malar comics, you definitely should. And they released a visual in which it's, like, all the characters uh, lined up. You should definitely uh, check this out. I th- I'm thinking the anime is going to be super dope. Uh, Therme Rome Nove Anime Reveal Staff and Visual. Um, Netflix, going to be in Netflix later this year. Lucius, a bath designer in the Roman Empire, accidentally slips back in time to present-day Japan and learns about Japanese bath culture in this comedy. Yeah, he's like an ancient Greek, old Roman Greek guy, and he fucking hot tub time machines to Japan and learns about bathroom culture. Um, Gundam Breaker Battlelog, project announced with planned game and anime, Sunrise revealed on Tuesday that it will launch the Gundam Breaker Battlelog project this summer with the planned anime, game, and Gunpla merchandise. The new project will include uh, Project Original Mechs. So that is super dope. Sasaki and Miyano, Boys Love Anime revealed staff 2022 premiere system 20. This is next year hype for you guys already. Shit. Um, based on a visual novel, I believe, and drama CDs. Oh, the voice actors are reprising... Their roles from the drama CDs. Okay, that's really cool. Um, old school boys love plotline. Bad boy senior meets adorably awkward underclassman. One of them falls in love, but Miano is a self-proclaimed boys love expert. He hasn't quite realized he's in one himself, which means it's up to Sasaki to make sure the story happy story has a happily ever after. So yeah, kind of your typical boys love show, but it does look really cute. So we'll see. You know how I feel about romance. I'm just like, come on, kiss each other already. Fuck. Touch her boob. Touch his dick. Touch their penis. Anyway, first space space battleship Yamato 2205 film teaser highlights Desler's return. Holy shit. One of these days I'm just going to watch space all the space battleship Yamato stuff. Um, but yeah, this is going to be sick, dude. Uh, that is coming... October 8th. First of two films opens on October 8th, so probably we, we probably won't see much of it until 2022. Um, new manga by Kakegurui writer takes revenge against familiar isekai faces, and it's called Isekai Tenseisha, Goroshi Cheat Slayer, Killing the People Reincarnated into the Otherworld Cheat Slayer. Um, the story depicts a protagonist who casts judgment on the people who reincarnated into another world, and indulge in cheat skills. It follows a villager named Loot, who respects and wants to join the guild Rebels Against God, which is comp- compromised of people who reincarnated into the world, who fight against the Demon Lord's army. The story begins when one of the people Loot admires, Lewis Crawford, appears. And it's funny because a lot of the characters that they're talking about are definitely like heavily inspired by like. So like this guy looks like Kirito. This guy looks like the guy from Overlord. 
this person looks like Rimuru from uh, Slime. It's 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 hilarious, honestly. So we'll see. Uh, Kaiju number eight is fastest shown in Jump Plus manga to to top three million copies in circulation. Doesn't surprise me because Kaiju number eight is it started out pretty decent, and I heard it's ramping up and getting cool. So if you've never read Kaiju number eight, you definitely should. I'm behind like two volumes on it, probably two or three volumes. But yeah, you should fucking read Kaiju number eight. Um, let's see. Deadpool Samurai manga enters climax. The 14th chapter of writer Sanchiro Kasuma and artist Hikaru Segi's Deadpool Samurai manga revealed on Thursday that the manga is entering its climax and will continue on for only a little bit longer, is what they said, quoted saying. Um, but yeah, dude. Shonen Jump Plus between Shuisha and Marvel Comics. Um, oh, here's an update. Sanchiro Kasuma on Twitter confirmed on Thursday that the manga will end in its next chapter. So yeah, there you go. Uh, visual Prison and Vampire Visual K anime with Utano Prince Sama's Noriyasu Agamatsu unveils more staff. Um, yeah, this is that that anime that's about different Visual K bands or something. It's called Visual Prison. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this. I'm excited for this because we have enough idol b- bullshit, okay? Enough idol rock band, idol pop shit, okay? This is actually going to be sick. Fuck Bang Dream, fuck Love Live, fuck Idolmaster, fuck D4DJ, all that stuff, okay? Y'all suck. Okay, anyway. Jujutsu Kaisen Zero anime film teases December 24th opening with visual. Yeah, dude, if, so if you've never read Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, um, it follows Yuta. Um, and this girl, Rika, who's like his friend, turns into a curse and it follows him around. And uh, Gojo convinces him to enroll into Jujutsu High. And, um, yeah. And you, you see Yuta's in the manga currently right now doing some crazy shit. So it kind of all makes sense. It's, it kind of puts it together, which is really cool. So, yeah, this the anime film is based on volume zero of the, of the, the manga. Uh, this is the last piece I got, and... Technically, it doesn't really matter because, like, this is only in Japan. Um, but just keep an eye out for it because, you know, maybe we'll see some cool things from it that we can, you know, get hype about. But the National Arts Center in Tokyo will hold a Hideki Anno exhibition from October 1st to December 19th where the secrets behind the creator's creative process will be explored. So, yeah, that's pretty sweet. So I'm keeping an eye on that because it might be some cool stuff. Anyway... That's all the anime news I got for you and all the news I got for you. Uh, Thank you guys for listening every week. I love you guys very much. Um, You guys make this super fun for me. I mean, I love doing this anyway, but every week without your support and Smokey's support and Trisha's support and Nick and Danny and I don't know, anybody else who has a cat. Thanks for all their support too. And a dog and a bird and a lizard. Ferrets. You guys have ferrets? Pet ferrets? Any pets you guys have, tell them I said thank you and I love them. But yeah, thank you for listening every week. I love you guys. Um, Have a good fucking weekend. And again, if you want me to report on anything, you want to hear more guests on the newscast, 
let me know. Hit me up, okay? That being said, I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime Simulator.